Welcome to Eyes Closed. This experience is here to take you each week into the energy world and let you feel it, sense it and experience it for yourself. My name is Capucine, I'm a Reiki Master Teacher and I'm teaching energy and delivering energy sessions each week in my premium content. I also teach Reiki each month. All the informations are down in the show notes. Thank you for joining me this week. And trust, trust within where you will be going is a new dimension of yours. And I'm excited to be the one taking you there. Thank you. Welcome to this week where we welcome Bella Crystal once again to join us on the podcast and talk about her expertise in team keys the sister system to human design so it's time to grab your orogenetic profile and dive deep into the pearl sequence with us which is the blue part of your chart and it will lead you into understanding the energy of this new decade where we're all about unity and collaboration. I'm so glad and so happy that Bella is here to share her words, her wisdom and her beautiful energy. I'm so happy that those questions and those answers will help you to understand yourself a little deeper and to understand your path towards consciousness and access to human unity within each other's and to source which will lead you to prosperity which is not only material prosperity but also spirit prosperity abundance of emotions and feelings and experiences thank you so much for listening i'm sorry for my voice i have done my best but those eclipses and the saturn and pluto conjunction took it away from me and It's leading me to listen more and to be more present rather than propelled into action. Thank you for being here this week once more and welcome in Bella and be ready to discover a lot. So take notes, gather your hologenetic profile on genekeys.com and let's dive deep together. Thank you. Welcome back to Eyes Closed, Bella. Thank you so much for being here. So we talked about the hologenetic profile and human design and gene keys last time we shared time together. And today I want to dig deeper into a specific part of the hologenetic profile, which is the last stage, what concludes the gene keys for now. And it's called the pearl sequence. And I thought that relating the pearl sequence to the end of a decade and the beginning of a new one was interesting for us to you know understand the energy which feels very much like a unity consciousness sharing with others creating a community and exchanging so the way i understand the pearl sequence is the fact that we are relating our individuality with others and the more we give the more we receive not especially expecting to receive but we receive from the experience itself. Can you tell us 
what is your perspective on the pearl sequence? Yeah, I, w I feel like what you say is, is what I feel too. It's, it's kind of finding your, your unique and natural way to serve yourself and serve, serve the world at the, at the same time. Because we have this concept that it's work has to be hard and that we have to fit into roles. But the pearl se sequence shows you that there's a way that's perfectly natural for you to serve. And that's what's going to regenerate you and, you know, serve the world. Um, so that's, the, you know, that's like the bottom line of the pearl sequence, exactly as you were saying. Thank you so much. I love this, the fact that, again, we're going back to authenticity and, you know, the way that we share with others. Um, I would like to ask your personal perspective on the end of this decade and how you understand the next one to come with the fact that we have, you know, new tools, you have those new tools for your own personal life as well. How do you feel about the new decade? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could use the analogy of, of the pearl sequence a little bit because we, how it looks now is that we have this triangle, I think we spoke about it last time, of evolution. So we have Mars, Mars and Jupiter and the Sun that create, you know, like this masculine kind of triangle that goes up the, you know, eras, it sparks and has kind of direction, right? And that's very much how it has been really the masculine certainly in the outside world it's the masculine that has been ruling so what i see now that with the new way that we're going to do from 2020 the, the pearl sequence is that we are adding this downward triangle the involution triangle that is the more feminine so where we're adding planets like from the design side two of them and then we're so mercury uranus and saturn so it's, the, it's not completely feminine planets, but it's this like very grounding energy, stability energy, like things have to be not only kind of up in the mind, but really the form and the form is the feminine, right? So for me, and that's also when we become whole. So for me, that Merca, but it is created by, for, from the two, tri two triangles. For me, that becomes like a vehicle that is balanced where we have the involution, the evolution, or the feminine, the masculine, or the yin and the yang. And then suddenly we are going to be multidimensional. Because we we're not just like we're not just like stuck in our own little triangle kind of we are we're actually becoming vehicles for higher consciousness. So that's why actually the really good is a really good image to use and uh, how I see. I think for me we can't continue in in a world that is ruled more by one energy because everything for me the polarities they are there and there's dance. So if the dance kind of like falls to one side, you know, if we have two dance partners and one is like. You know, then the dance is not fun and i think we have been very much in that kind of dance that was like many ways it was like the music was false or you know you didn't dance in, in time with the music so all these things are now kind of starting to some are starting to fall apart that don't work and that's where so many you know of us in this world can be feeling at least from time to time that we that everything is falling apart and how can how can the earth ever be saved and there are you know those role models quote unquote that come out and use fear you know greta and other people you know the activists and for me i mean reading the 55th jinky and the an analogy of the dragonfly for me i see all this i have i have compassion and at the same time for i think for me what i feel is that we want to be in the middle of the merkaba if we go out in like, you know, the point of a triangle, where, whether it's the involution or the evolution, we are not in our center. So to be the compassionate witness in the center. 
So to look with empathy, compassion, do our best, like you say, service self and serve the world. But when we go out in some extreme or in some extreme fear, how can, how can we ever be good for the frequency of this planet? So for me, it's, it's very much to be neutral when things start to fall apart. And then to see that they are falling apart because something else is coming instead. Uh, so that's, and I feel like we are not really sure what is going to come for the next decades, but I feel like it's going to be something that is more wholesome than what we actually are basing our, you know, our society and our lives and many times even our relationships with codependency and dependency and, and all these things. So it's like, it's, it's kind of a new start for so many things and the acceptance that for that to happen, there are things that have to fall away so that we have space to create something in. And again, space analogy, like what Richard says, the pause, you know, we need to allow the space. And as a woman, I've been feeling this for, I mean, very, very much last year. It's like spaciousness. That's what I long for. Like even in relationship, even like when I'm, you know, skin to skin with, with my partner, like I, what I am, like what I'm longing for, even in skin to skin is, is a spaciousness. It's not just action. And maybe we, you know, I think that is a good way of, of speaking about the feminine too. It's space, it's space is embracing, but it, it needs, it's the opposite of action sometimes. But the opposite of action is not inaction. It could be spaciousness, you know. So that's, I mean, it's a kind of like, you know, I'm a four six, this kind of visionary view. I mean, I'm not speaking about the like nitty gritty of every day, but, you know, we are speaking about decades and what we see for decades, like, you know, so, so I think the vision of it is, is as important as speaking as the everyday, like, how does it happen? Thank you. I love this, the spaciousness with the idea of the Merkaba, because this is what we use to travel through different dimensions. The idea of, you know, feeling the Merkaba around you and then spinning them in order to travel. I love that. I didn't understand that the triangle was adding itself to, I understood it was the Merkaba, but not, not in that way. So I love the fact that Mercury, Uranus, and it was, who was it again? Saturn. And Saturn, okay. Saturn. Yeah. Oh yes, because it's joining that Venus sphere. Yeah, because Saturn comes, comes and joins Venus in, uh, in the SQ. So it's like, it's that very, very middle of, of our hologenic profile that's where we were gonna have the sacred marriage. You know, the stability in Saturn is kind of the more, in one way, the more masculine or the banks of the river of the nest. And then we have SQ, the SQ, which is Venus, which is like, you know, kind of the feminine or, or that like, yeah, the heart and the, and the choosing of values and of beauty and all that Venus stands for. And they are exactly the, the same sphere, which kind of, you know, in another way telling us that the feminine and the masculine go together. And that is the very core of the hologenic profile. So that's even, you know, and that's even where you could say that's where the Merkaba even grows from. Before there is that, the Merkaba cannot even really kind of exist. And I, I feel that's also why Richard has waited so long to add the second triangle. Because if the SQ, you know, is inner child work, is reclaiming spiritual intelligence, uh, physical intelligence, like move out from our DNA, the, the cell memories that are, that are not serving anymore. And that is the work that we have been doing, I feel in the last decades. So maybe the next decades, enough clearing out has been done so that we can actually start to feel that whole that the whole being in ourselves and not having to replay or recreate our parents or grandparents or you know ancestors patterns in in on this earth i guess yeah 
That's wonderful. I cannot wait to, you know, see it collectively done. Um, so when we enter the pearl sequence, we go from Venus to Mars and it's called the vocation. So it's also called the core wound, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So our wound is what makes us consciously connected to our divinity, to the fact that we have a bridge between our soul and our humanity. And I'm so interested by the fact that we go from Venus, you know, our personal heart, our values and our, you know, period after the gestation and the childhood. And we jump into Mars, the vocation, what we're going to do for others, what we're going to mm. use, um, you know, our energy for others. And in astrology, we call it like we view the healing, like the wound and healing that wound with Chiron, the asteroid who is um, the wounded healer and with Gene Keys, it's Mars. So I want to, how can I bring it about? The fact that the vocation is what makes us want to work for others. What is the potential that our life has for others? How do you see that yourself? Like what can you, um, share with us about your own life maybe you know how you share mm -hmm. jinkies with others yeah i feel it's so the way that you say it it's you know i it's a little bit different than i think about it usually and at the same time it's so perfect and it's bringing us back to what we were saying before the feminine the masculine and where we are in humanity so really what's happening right now is that that immature masculine that has been creating hierarchies that have been creating you know and, and I, like I always say, there is an immature masculine or there's a feminine masculine all human beings. So it's not that just men are doing this and they are like bad, but this the immature masculine as an archetype that we have in all of us that have, that, that has been creating the power structures that it has, that believes in those, you know, 3D power structures. It's also, you know, it, with the violence that we see in the world, like so many of those aspects of the immature masculine is what the world is healing right now. And I feel like that is, why I feel that the jinkies are a living transmission and they are mirroring what's happening right now. So maybe 50 years from now or 500 years from now, we're going to have Chiron in the holiday night profile as the core wound. But it's the mirroring of what's happening right now. And that, that's the thing. That warrior, like you say, that warrior that is in, Mar in Mars and that can serve the world, he kind of has to reclaim his, you know, his true inner strength and power. And he has to reclaim also the feminine aspect, you know, that there is the marriage of, of those two. So I see, I see it as really where we are right now. And that it's also an aspect in ourselves that has a fear, because this is also the feminine masculine in us. So the feminine is the receiving part and the masculine is the penetrating part. So when we go from the Venus sequence to the Pearl sequence, and that Mars, he's here to be a warrior and penetrate the world. But what we are, many of us are afraid of is to actually not be received. The feminine doesn't receive the penetration. And that's a, that's a fear that is in all human beings. And also when there are things in the Venus sequence that we haven't healed, when we step into that Mars, it doesn't know how to penetrate the world. So either it does it with aggression or, you know, it does it, it, does it in the wounded way, or it's going to be, it's going to be able to like grow up and, and become, and become like the true warrior that fights for the whole and that serves the world. So, I mean, and I would also say that 
as much as it is what what actually serves the world and others it's it's i would even go to say that it's i see it more like a fire i see it as the fuel that is fueling your life's work it's fueling your personality sun your life's work so yeah it has that energy of fueling it's that like this coin that on one side is just a wound and then suddenly once you know when when the when the the venus sequence is done is done suddenly it just grows up and becomes the man and then it has that fire to go out in the world and like you say and and, and create what is or do what is here to do um and for me i mean for me i it's a little bit tricky because i am a fourth line so i love to kind of especially when we speak like this uh you know to kind of simplified a little bit i always love to speak about the lines whether it's your line you know your profile lines in 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 the life's work and 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 then on the other side the radiance and the purpose so being a four six i like to speak about that so for me my my core wound uh my mars is um is the fourth line too so sometimes i don't know if i'm in the shadow of my evolution for example or i'm in the shadow of my core wound and also my sq is a fourth line so sometimes you know that's the beauty of the hallucinating profile it's like kind of all interwoven for me i can i can really feel though the fourth line is you know i, I kind of see it like the heart chakra as well but the, it's a core wound of rejection many times it's you know self-rejection more than anything because it is when the heart goes numb when you don't dare to live in this world with an open heart which is very connected again to where we are like when you look at the world like we said in the beginning how can you dare to live with an open heart when you hear when you see your friends when you see the stories what happen with people that even get married and have kids and then two years later you know they are in a legal process and you can't even believe you know how they got there so that you know there's so many ways to defend your limitation in your core wound because they you have so much reason to stay in that core wound and the fourth line you know vocation says I am going to have a, I'm going to dare to have an open heart no matter what. So for all the lines, that's, I, I like to look at the lines, especially with, with the core wound, because it's, it's like themes that you see out there and a little bit, all these themes, we all have them. So it's also like how we can start to understand other better, others better. And you can see like, they are kind of going to, I'm going to be stuck on this thing about numbness and self-rejection, but another person may be able to understand that, but they are going to be, you know, in in the sixth line of of isolation or you know feeling like they came to the wrong planet and that this planet cannot be cannot be it so we all have it and then then we can understand each other better with the jinkies we have 64 so it's harder but i can see that every so i have a 57 which is unease and i can see that every time that i go back to my in in some patterns that aren't healthy for me the unease is there all the time in, on, a, in, on a cellular level and it's the splenic center in human design. So it's like this very, very feeling and the programming part is agitation. So I know that, you know, when I go back in patterns that are not good for me, that's when, that's when that unease and that agitation is going to be there. So it also kind of lets us track when we are not on the right path, I guess. Thank you. Thank you so much. Could you um, maybe run down those six lines for us to understand if people are watching their oral genetic profile right now so they can relate to you thank you yeah and i think i should say too so if you create a profile on the website first you're going to get the whole profile but if you look under the profile you can actually see 
only the activation at the time. You can see the complete one. You can see only activation sequence, only Venus sequence, only Pearl sequence. And that's where what we were saying right before, right? It's the core wound and then it becomes a vocation. But it's going to say, well, if you look at the complete profile, it's going to say vocation. And then you're going to be, oh, I don't have a core wound. But actually, if you click on, if you, if you put the marker on only Venus, it's going to say core. So that is the same sphere. So that's good to know. So, I mean, if we, if we go over them to not go too deep, the first one is, it's, you know, the first line is repression. So it's the one before there were two. When you have a first line, it's like, you know, it's before anything else happened. The first line is the foundation. So that, then it's, it's hard to share. But it's even, it's even if we look, there's some, there's like at the end of the Venus sequence, Richard does this these collective wounds that are even kind of in a bigger sense. So the first line is the terror of having your whole race eradicated, of having everything swiped out. And that is something that we all have in our DNA somehow, you know. So it's, it's the, like, it's the terror of having to look at the wound. Of course, you, you would prefer to look away if that happened. So that's why it's, it has to do with self-honesty. The way to, to, to make that wound the, the way to start to open that wound so that you can so that you can step into your vocation is to start to become really honest with yourself and once that self-honesty come in once you don't look away and or repress that's when you can start to like you can start to come out in the world and when you come out in the world that's from there when everything can open so that's the first line and that can i mean in one way that that's a very hard one because it's it's something that you might not even be able to see yourself. And the second line is a little bit like that because it's the core wound of denial. And it really often needs the other to see, to, to understand itself or to see itself, to start to learn about itself. It needs another human being and mirroring that other human being. The thing is though that since the second line and we know it from the life's work is all about naturalness and ease and kind of go about their own like physical balance so they have a lot of flow in their lives but the relationships are a big challenge so then it's easy for the second line to see as soon as the core wound comes up and there's somebody else in the mix they're like well this is not my fault i was in ease and in flow so now you you it's your fault so the second line has that denial of not wanting to see itself but really it, it is it's really that pressure mirror and what i often speak about the precious twin like whoever is in front of you is your twin and it's precious so that's where the second line you know kind of tricks itself many times the second lines are really smart you know so but using so for a second line is using relationship to see yourself more and to get to know yourself more um, and then we have the third line, which is the core wound of shame. Um, and the third line, as we know it in the life's work too, is it's about trial and error. And it's about playing with experience and, and, and energy. So a third line is going to fall many times in their lives because they're trying out so many things. And you're going to tell them, don't put your hand on the stove, but they have to like figure it out themselves. So, so they can like feel like failures. Like the, the shame part is because you feel like you fail all the time and you come to a point where everybody's shaming you. Maybe the shame is not even something you put on yourself, but it's something because the third line is in that kind of, uh, you know, in the, in the edge between the individual lines and the, and the collective lines. So it has everybody else's eyes on it. And it's kind of, it's always in relationship, but it kind of like, you know, it's there and then it cuts and it's there, it's kind of cuts, it cuts. So that's not that's not what people really it's, it's a hard it's a hard thing right we call it the marcher in, in human design 
So for a third line, that's like how it looks. But what the third line needs to do is to kind of see the humor of it. Like it has been in the same, not in the same, in different situations of this type. It's tried a million things. It's super dynamic. It's not consistent. And to just be able to laugh at that and to see that there's no shame in it. And then it becomes it's this very approachable person, very approachable, like the vocation becomes this thing that anybody can come to you and speak to you and they're not going to feel shame because you've been there and you've probably been in a situation that was worse than that. So that's the beauty of the third line. Uh, and then the fourth line, I spoke a little bit about it. So it's the, it's the numbness of the heart, which leads, leads to self-rejection or actually rejecting somebody who wants to be with you before they do it because it's that fear of abandonment. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of, I don't think I have to say more about that. Uh, the fifth line, it's, um, it's delusion, you could say. It's really, the fifth line, is that, so the three and the four, uh, are emotional lines. So, you know, the fire of wanting to experience in the third line that creates trial and error. And then the heart in the fourth line that creates trust or distrust. And now with the fifth line, we are in, um, we are in the mental realm. So it is really the core wound of, like it's guilt. Yeah, we could say it's guilt, blame and delusion. So it's really, it's really what I speak about is kind of, I always say that it's kind of you make spaghetti, you don't put any oil or any butter in it. And then suddenly you have this thing that is all together and it seems impossible to untangle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you say. And, and then the fifth line is going to kind of have so many experiences in the life where there's conflict and misunderstandings in relationships. So there's going to be a day when they say, if I, if I would try to fix all this, I mean, I would, it would take more than one lifetime. So they come to a point where the guilt and the blame and the delusion, whether it's about yourself or the other, it just becomes too heavy. So they have to start forgiving and be, okay, I forgot the butter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like we say in France, tant pis, <laughs> like whatever, like it does, <laughs> does bad, bad thing. But, you know, should you, should you continue to like recreate the same kind, kind of conflict for the rest of your life just because that happened, you know? So that's the fifth line. It really wants to go into forgiveness, forgiving itself, forgiving others, and just, and just let go of all that spaghetti. And then things, be, like everything changes. And the sixth line, we spoke a little bit about it too. It's the core wound of, of isolation. Um, and, and you could say, I mean, vulnerability is also kind of good word for the fifth line because forgiveness is kind of some sometimes forgiveness is hard to it's actually hard to understand but the fifth line wants to come back to its vulnerability and be able to feel things again because it, it tends to become mental and judge things and then it's kind of stuck there and the sixth line is this separation so it's it's really coming to a planet that is not in a six line yet. So we, we speak often about 2027 with especially human design and how we're going to go into like the main, we are going to go into a society where we were a first line society and now it's changing to six line. And a six line is that visionary. The first line is about, you know, investigation and, and being, being specific. And that's also why with all the professions that have like arisen in just the last hundred years, like specific, 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 all the scientific things. But the six line is coming more and more. So what we were speaking about in the beginning with the vision, it's going to be more and more important because the vision is the direction. So when a six line comes into this world and 
really feels like it's not anything like the vision and maybe even remembers you know parallel parallel universes or lifetimes or you know where things were different then it, it feels like it feels like it's not in the right place and and it's even hard to describe like what does isolation mean you know it could be that you isolate yourself you kind of be, become aloof go up on the roof kind of judge in some objective way because you know it, the, the the sixth line is tricky that way because it kind of just gets cold and then it can't be part of its own life. So the, what we say for the sixth line is care. You know, you, you need to have the patience and the perspective and the self-care to actually, you know, be able to, to nurture yourself with that vision, having other people that can nurture you with a, with a vision as we are still, you know, arriving to something where, where we are closer to higher frequencies as a, as a collective. Um, so yeah, so they are, like you see, they are very different. And I think that all of us can, we can all understand each one, each one of the lines. And we have probably sometimes in our life felt them all. I love the jump from the first line, which is research. So it's not action-based into the sixth line, which is a vision. So when we have a vision, we have a direction, as you said, and then we just propel into action. I'm looking forward to those days to 2027. <laughs> so after Mars, which is the core wound and the vocation, we have the culture sphere. And you talked about it in your video, which I'm going to share because I really, really enjoy this video. And I wanted to see if you have, um, you gave us tips in your video about prosperity, which is not only material, but also richness of the heart, richness of the mind. And then it leads to prosperity in the material world, which mm -hmm. means that abundance comes from being with others, you know, being in contact with others and not just being an individual who makes money or whatever. And I love the fact that this means that society will also become something like this, where when we share, when we create community, when we become united, then we become abundant in feeling and then in spiritual and material. So I wanted to ask you, <laughs> how has Gene Keys given you a meaning to this and helped you in your life? You know, your culture sphere, how has it changed how you interact with the world? Right. So this goes back to what I said before, that there is a way of working with others and creating abundance that isn't difficult. And that for me, that's really, we find most of that in the culture sphere because it's going to tell us on a daily basis in the culture we're in, how we can best interact with others to create value for the big, for the, you know, for, for the group, for the, for, and, and for the bigger. So for me, I'm a 44-3. So already there, you can see like the 44 is all about, you know, soul fractals. And, and coming together with souls that have the same purpose. So already in that culture sphere, I think actually it's even the, when Richard speak about the culture, he uses the 44 because it's the synergy that everybody's in the right place and everybody comes together in a natural way. So that is my culture. And that is what, you know, when, when I feel things like that, it's effortless. Then I get the, you know, then I actually get really much, a lot of energy to be able to co to want to co-create and to want to, you know, yeah, to, to want to, be be in abundance with others and be in, in co-creation creativity with others and then i'm a third line and the third line is also in the culture it's called the unit so it's it's really working with a with a 
the family units that can be anything from three people to 15 people and the dynamism again that, that is there in that third line and to be able to to not i think what what is what what's been the most valuable for me with with knowing i'm a third line is that for me to work completely by my own it often feels like a big burden but if i have a small team working with me i suddenly feel like it's not it's not even work we are just co-creating and for me the creation process and i have the first line uh no the first gene key in my evolution so it's creativity right so that creativity really can can come can come out in when my when i am embodying my culture and that's what what i see with so many people especially those kind of those spheres like the evolution that is a challenge sphere like when and and also the culture is a challenge sphere but when when we kind of unlock one of them the other one is you know comes with it and especially when we unlock something in the in the middle of the profile we got get that deep everything on the outside is going to work better as well so what i would say about it is really you know if you're a first line you are a creator and you're probably going to be if you're going to sit in a in an office in landscape thing where everybody's like speaking and calling like that can be so draining for you and it doesn't matter you know what you are in human design if you're a generator or projector or whatever it's just going to be draining for you so don't don't do that to yourself you know and if you're in a second line you're so good with partnerships so why would you be responsible for 55 people you know in a you know why would you be a manager that has to manage that many people no you might you know you set it up in a different way it might still be able to have a similar work but you have some close relationship to report to you and then those people can take care of the rest like there are ways of, of setting it up and the third line you're like you're really good at team dynamics so you want to be maybe you want to have a small team that you manage or you can be somebody like an hr person that can understand team dynamics and play with that there's so much playfulness in the third line and the fourth line you know needs to see a little bit of a bigger picture so they are often the networkers or they like you know they have they are the person that maybe work in one organization but they are really the ones that go out and come back and create those threads that the network and the fifth line are natural leaders so the, the management and then they have to have like they have to have a bigger picture but they also have a voice that that people listen to so if they are having a boss that like doesn't let them speak you know then they are completely doing something to themselves again that isn't that isn't helping and the sixth line is the system so there are not really so many you know places in society today where six men is going to feel completely in the right place they're starting to become you know philanthropy and and that level is becoming more and more but that's again if you're a six line there it's patience and perspective how can you find a way to to be in a place where you where you feel where you feel nurtured um so yeah for me that's the that's really helpful and then when you look at the shadow of the gene key in that in in i mean this now we're a little bit more into prosperity and actually you know making making it happen you know um if you look at the shadow frequency of the gene key you really see that one word that really is going to block abundance from flowing into your life so for me it's interference and you know any time for me that as i'm a four six is often is always with relationship so when there has been interference in relationship and when trust was broken you know that's when that's when teamwork and synergy can't happen the higher frequencies of the 44 and cons, you know consequence of that is that abundance can't be created because we are we are in a too low frequency so to actually look at that the word 
the shadow, understand the shadow of your culture is going to make you understand also, you know, your ability to create or block abundance. Thank you so much. When I looked at my line and I was seeing that I'm a line four, I was like, I'm a five one. And my profile is a five one. I really enjoy being on my own. But when I understood that culture was a line four and I was like, I cannot do it alone. It's never going to work. I have to create a network. And this is why I love this podcast, because I'm I'm really, you know, like presenting you to my audience because I love your work. And this is what I see all my interviews and all of my work as, you know, being just creating schools, creating units where we can share presence and energy. Mm -hmm. And I love that. It has reanimated my career. So thank you for this. If you are enjoying this kind of conversation, I want you to know that there's more. I have started a new course called Alter and it's on patreon.com slash capucine. All the details are in the show notes. You can join, catch up on the videos, catch up on the exercises. The course is here to help you connect with your inner devotion to yourself. It's all about using tools like the Akashic Records, like shadow integration, like writing prompts, energy healing, consciousness, meditation, all of it is here every week to help you connect and I cannot wait to see you bloom and grow when you join the course. So join my new course, it's on patreon.com slash capucine. I cannot wait to see you there. Well, within that triangle, we have the pearl. So the pearl sphere, um, it's very mysterious to me because it's the personal Jupiter, which is the Jupiter coordinates that you have within your human design on the day you were born. And I'm trying to understand how it is linked to the others. And mm -hmm. it feels like you have more to contemplate it more than act on it. Yeah. How can you tell us um, more about the Pearl sphere, please? <laughs> yeah, so from a human design perspective, it would be your law. Like Jupiter kind of sets the law as this huge planet. You know, and it's it's what you kind of, whether you want it or not, it's kind of what you need to live after, you know. Um, how I like to speak about from a Jinky perspective is that it's your essence. So if I would go up on a cloud and look down on you and I don't know anything about you, like what I see of you, your essence, what's, what's there, what everybody will remember the day that you're gone, you know, that is that pearl, that's your essence. Um, and you just actually need, you know, kind of the gift frequency of, of, of your pearl and your line. And then you see what your essence is. So what am I? Uh, I'm a 28-3. So the line, actually, whatever I do in this lifetime, you know, whatever I accomplish, like I do it, my essence is to do it in celebration. Like there is, you know, there is this, there is this humor in it and there is this, tragedy like there's this feel like it's emotional right so it's really feeling it and it doesn't really matter whether you cry or laugh but it's just really feeling it in celebration of the maya of it all and the 28 is about risk taking and purpose so you know it's about somebody who had a life that was in a certain way who did everything right and then just like everything kind of went down to the dark you know and just risked everything and kind of lost everything and did it because the soul wanted like the, is, the soul is here to find its purpose and the person like the dance of the soul and the personality are here to find the purpose and so th that risk taking to find purpose that is my essence 
So, you know, that's what, that's what my life would look like if somebody would remember it, you know, 100 years from now, or if you would look down from a cloud. And so it's not really a role here. It's more, it's your essence. So what is your, what is your pearl? I think it's 46.6. And yes, it is 46.6. Ecstasy, delight, seriousness. So then it's, you know, for you, it is this, it's this love of being here in physical form. Like you, it's this delight, you know, and when I see you, I, you know, whatever you ask me, you ask me, I always kind of feel calm because you have this, you know, I feel like you're in your body and I also feel your spirit. So I think that part of that 46 is like deciding whether to be in spirit or be in body. And it's often kind of, a, it can be, especially if you're a six nine, it can take a while to decide that you want to be here in body and not spirit, right? So, and then the sixth line, it's like, it's really when everything, for you, everything kind of has to take its time and has to have its perspective until, until everything falls in place. And you feel like you really want to be here in this body. So, and when you do that, you are nurturing the world with your essence, with just being here, you know, and that's kind of, that's kind of, I mean, that's so much of what you're doing too. And even when you're saying, you know, oh, I, I'm, I'm actually following my, my, my culture that fourth line and that but your essence like it's your essence is still kind of being built that sixth line like we're seeing it as it happens it happens and yeah it's like the pearl is both in a way deeper but also like i say it's kind of what stands out and i would say it also depends a little bit if you have the 25 for example if you have the programming partner the 46 can function depending on what you have in how is it like yeah, how does it feel this thing with the spirit and the body? Like if you would speak about it, what would you say? <laughs> so since I became a Reiki master teacher, I'm clear sentence. So I feel everything all the time. When I connect to people's energy, I feel them in my body as well. So it's always, you know, like the spirit enters my body. I'm also channeling, I channel the Akashic records. So it's all about letting spirit being in my body. Closing my eyes, this is why the podcast is called Eyes Closed, and feeling the reality that is within. So it's oh wonderful. God. It makes me fall in love with the world, with others, with events, with everything. And but at the same time, there is um, I'm feeling too much, and it's not feeling emotion, but like feeling actually re being receptive to the frequencies, the energy, and all those things. So, for example, sound is very big right now to me. I love the fact that my voice is changing, but it also means that my ears are listening to too much. I really have very fine-tuned and they actually disrupt my body now. I feel mm. it in my bones, I feel it in my lungs. So I'm trying to find a way to build boundaries with the energy because my body has become another version of a human body and I feel everything all the time. So I'm trying. And that's so much that sixth line like the sixth line is about the cellular and it is about the rainbow body the new body so you you have it right there but you're also one of the role models that are going to be able to start nurturing that kind of body because so so it's really like it's a double body in a way it's the 46 the the acceptance and the love of being here in physical form even when it changes and then the rainbow body that is not here yet again the sixth line is not here yet so also, there can be some, you know, there are going to be probably for you some challenges in the, in the coming years, which is, I also have the 46, it's my, in my, it's my EQ. So I know this one really well as well. And 
it's going to be interesting for us to see when we step closer to 2027 if it feels more gentle on on this form because for me my thing has been to like not wanting to be here wanting to be in spirit and not understanding why i have to be this you know but then the 46 has this like once you get it once you get that like in this reality your body is your portal to to everything it's your merkaba right yes. like it's it is your vehicle then then everything kind of it's a long it's a long road there but then everything kind of becomes magic in a way everything starts to make sense and then you can really i feel like you become like with that sick thing for you especially you become a role model for that in the world and and that's really brave and the sixth line the sixth line in the pearl your essence is really brave this is the sixth line <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think part of it could be your because you're a five one but you have also a lot of um how do you say in english i get the pearl really good like uh what's the word crunch <laughs> you're very how do you say that you're Uh, very soft i guess sweet Uh, yeah i mean the the softness like yeah there's like a tenderness and a softness about you that for me fifth lines you know five ones usually don't have but i feel that you know your essence is shining through and that sixth line and that intelligence of being here in physical form and that love of you know it's a love gate it comes from the g center so it's all about love identity and direction and and that's what you know i feel that in you so that's why also you can see how it's there it's really mysterious in is in the like middle of the merkaba and at the same time it's actually kind of even overriding your five one profile you know <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> great um i'm really finding relief in studying animals that have sonors and vibrations and understand the world with echoes and that helps me to not avoid my body but re- be in it and thank it for being my friend. It is my tool, it's my scanner, it's my language, like it has a language to me. When this finger is lighting up or something else, it's telling me something. So I am all about listening to this. And this is why I teach Reiki and I teach, you know, being conscious of within because that's wonderful when you can stay within your body and not have your consciousness or energy trying to grasp others and things like this so yeah yeah it's i love it (laughs) thank you so about the pearl so between the pearl and the culture and the vocation there are different arrows that go from both ways and they have different names and between the pearl and the culture and the vocation and the pearl there's this world quantum and i wanted to know what does it mean how do we activate from the culture to the pearl from the vocation to the pearl how do we inhabit this energy so that we can activate it yeah here can again i want to bring in to say there's going to be one more triangle so there's going to be even more quantum so that's so you could say it's about the pathways so when we do the gene keys we learn that to do them sequence by sequence or you know sphere by sphere in a certain life's work and then we do evolution and we go to the radiance we go to the purpose attraction iq eq sq core or vocation and then culture and and then life's work like we, we do it in a certain in a certain in a we unlock it in in like a in pathways because that's kind of how it's kind of we go from the outer to the more 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 and more inner and when but that's the thing when we come 
when once we have unlocked the vocation, like the soul's the vocation I or the core, I see it very much like the soul's challenge. The evolution is the personality channel. It's like a cha challenge. It's what you decided as a like as a as a, per, a person in this life what you are going to deal with. But the soul, you know, unconscious Mars is the soul challenge. So once that is unlocked, everything is kind of you know. Then you start making quantum leaps. That's really what it is about. And then there's no like oh you can only go this way. The quantum is like you can jump from from the pearl. To to the culture to the culture or from the culture to the pearl, it doesn't matter. It's all it's all kind of it becomes like it's become it's it's a quantum reality. There's no like back. It, time doesn't exist. Space doesn't exist really because you you exist like you say you were speaking about the spinning of the Merkaba. Like when it spins, like do you know if you're going? You know you, that's the thing. And who says it spins like just you know clockwise and counterclockwise? Maybe it spins like this. You know, so that's where it becomes everything becomes amplified, and that's also why it's so important to have done the the activation of the physical vehicle and the activation of like you know the the emotional intelligence and reclaiming the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual intelligence like we do in the in the Trinity of embodiment in the Venus sequence. Because then when everything starts to spin, you kind of want to be ready for the ride, you know? <laughs> yes. And, you know, for the Merkaba, when we do this work, and I've been reading about it and experiencing for many years, you know, spinning my Merkaba, imagining it, uh, the top triangle spins in a, in, in a way, and then the down triangle spins in the other way. So one is clockwise, mm -hmm. one, is, one is not clockwise. So that's when the actual brain is like losing it because trying to visualize it is really difficult so that's when it becomes quantum actually i love i really exactly. love that. Yes. <laughs> thank you so i love how completing our vocation and our culture is you know an act an act of service we are giving to others and then we receive and both those well they show our essence but they also bring us back to the beginning of the autogenetic profile our life's work, the personal sun, and it becomes our brand. What is behind the word brand? What does it mean within this, you know, giving to society? I mean, for me, I, what I think about is like the cellular makeup or the hologenetic makeup. It's that when we speak about the brand, it's kind of we're speaking about organisms. So it doesn't matter if we speak about a person or we're speaking about speaking about an organization or we speak about the world or the universe. So it's kind of just kind of it's just putting the name on like it's yeah, what I feel is that it becomes just much more more hologenetic. It's it's what it's the part of the whole that is kind of lit up, you know, and it's not work anymore. It's just really kind of you know, it has the stamp on it already. I, th I guess that's the brand. Life's work is still kind of something you work through. You're still going somewhere. But then when, when with the brand, that is like the signature. That's what I want to say. And it's also the beauty of it is that the pearl sequence is a little bit like integral human design. And, you know, the, some of the models that they are using, you can use them on a person, you can use them on an organization. That's what I feel with the brand. It's like, it tells you that the, especially when it becomes a star pearl, you can use the star pearl to explain the seven pillars or you know the it's seven spheres of any organism. So that's really why, and that is kind of the that is the signature of it. The, oh, the, that's what you know the sun, like you say, it's that that's where it's lit up. That's what that's its signature. That's its its title. 
and it, it becomes, yeah, what I feel is really that you can use it. That's when it's not just a personal journey anymore. You can use it to explain any system and you can also see the, the whole on, like the whole on that is big, part of a bigger whole and that's part of a bigger whole on, or the cell that is part of an organ that is part of a body that is part of, you know, so, so it kind of just like gives us a little bit more of a, of a hologenetic perspective, I guess. Where the sun is at the highest zenith, like the, the zenith is like the top, the highest gift, the potential of your professional life work becomes something that you have mastered and give back to community or society. Mm -hmm. yes. I love this. So, yeah, what is your, your take, you, on this whole journey that we take from one point to the other and then we go back to this, which could be called the point zero? We came in this incarnation mm -hmm. and then we come back. I mean, I, I guess that as a four six, you know, systems are something that fascinates me. And I'm always, and also a six line will have the 31st year. We're just like trial and error. We're a third line basically. So I guess that the beautiful thing is that for me, I started with integral, human, with integral uh, theory and spiral din dynamics and, and Ken Wilber and, and these, these guys, you know, and then it's for me, it's really about spiral dynamics. It's like we are spiraling. We are spiraling universe. So it's like we are kind of coming back to the zero point all the time. But what I say with like the gene key transmission in my, in my DNA, it's like every time we thread, can we do it with a little bit more love, a little bit more, you know, openness? Can we be a little bit more of that, again, the feminine that is coming into this earth now? Can we be a little bit more of that embrace? How much are you able to include? Because that is the thing, you know, I also, uh, I coach people when it comes to intimacy and even like, you know, people that decide to live in open relationships. And some, sometimes for me, it's hard to, to do that because a part of me is like, oh, it's, all, it's only the sacred marriage. But it's like, how much can we include on the way to evolution? How much can we use what happens to us or the experiences that we choose to have? How can we stretch the heart and not stress the heart in a like, that's the thing. It's painful to give birth to more love, you know, but at the same time, it's so rewarding. So for me, that's your point is just like giving you, giving you another chance to do it again with more love and stretching your, you know, like that love that is not, a, it's not a pink cloud, love that is just embracing everything, even, even, you know, even what, what you think you can't, you can. There's nothing, the heart, like there's nothing that love can't include which is like at the same time it's such a paradox you know for the little human being you're like no that's not true but then when you be, like you say when you be, when you become part of the quantum awareness that is activated in you that is that's the way that your consciousness starts to grasp things in a new way so every time you get the, the possibility to take another spiral it's like it's like a whole new journey i love this i had the idea of also you know opening the heart makes you not i don't want to say magnetic but you actually open more so you become more inclusive when you're doing that spiral and then i had the word gravity you know like on earth we have gravity that's what sucks so the more we actually open the more we take on other people other energies we spiral and then we have gravity and and we all become unity again no <laughs> yes i love it yes i love that i get like goosebumps <laughs> yes all right back to the one back to source um so this is my profile and i wanted to see if 
you could tell me a little bit how we jump from mm -hmm. one point to the other with just some keywords so that people can see how it applies to me because just just a pearl so that people can understand what they would get from you know contacting with you having a session with you and you know understand how to unlock this for themselves okay so um you know this for me the the pearl sequence is already quantum like even even you know the pathway of service or the pathway of initiative like they are already part of the quantum for me i feel like like i said once you unlock your core wound once you know mars becomes mature again it's like you are already like you're already set for for serving the world and serving yourself in a completely new way so of course i mean we would start here and we would say that you know when you are in when you are in your presence when you are like really just like you said when you can be in your body and instead of being hypersensitive to everything that's going on around you when you can be in that like six line essence and and just be present there like really what happens around you is so dynamic like you draw and and you can really use i mean even even like what you like everything it's so easy for you to kind of the strategy of the third line is like it, there's so much smartness in this too in that dynamism you can you can like create an, an empire and because it's really the third line is so it's so dynamic and so smart and it kind of tells you the only thing you need to do is to be present but if you would that the lower frequency the superficiality if you would be too afraid of being in your body if you would be, would be too afraid of actually walking in penetrating the world like we say if you would be afraid of not being able to be received or that you were like not going to be strong enough to make it you know then then you would bypass all that then you would be then you wouldn't be self-assured that you can do it and you would be you wouldn't you do the superficiality or the all or the yeah superficiality is a good word but it can be it can be like being afraid to to exist kind of uh, so that is the vocation so you just basically need to be here and then the dynamics is coming to you and then you see this one how on a daily basis is good what is good for you on a daily basis well on a daily basis you really need to be able to use your imagination you really need to be able to be multi you know multi-dimensional the 64th jink is the last jinky so you want to play with all these dimensions and it's like that's the element that's what's illuminating you like you say oh it doesn't matter if this illuminates like it doesn't what lights up doesn't matter but that's the that's what you want to play with that's what on a daily basis you need in your work environment in whatever you do and you kind of need to see the ripple effect you need to see the network you need to see that kind of collective collective aspect of what you're doing which is the podcast is such a good example and then you can see you know if you start again to go back here not being present start to doubt that you can even that this vehicle can even be part, be what can carry you in this life you know you would you will get into confusion and that confusion would make you be like no maybe i don't want to like reach out to these people or maybe like what is this where is this even going to lead like i don't i don't even have a strategy for like later on you know you would start to doubt it you would start to like being confusion and and then that that would be a risk here and then you would fall into the shadow frequency in so many other spheres um and then you could also speak of that vocation of how it fuels your life work so you are that risk taker and you are you know you are taking whatever risk you need to take 
to for that purpose that you are that you're here to fulfill and you are going to speak about it at the same time so like you say it doesn't matter we can show my profile everybody knows it about me like you have you have chosen to take that risk because that's how you that's how your brand you know expresses its leadership expresses its its purpose and shows the world that you know if everybody would take risks for their purpose then we would fix the world you know that's your brand that's kind of that's the outer that's your role you know that that is your role and then in the middle like we already had this is also very interesting you can see like the geometry of like four six 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 four four like here i would say that you have like a you have a a magical infinity sign like a magical eight that go around those two so this quantum this quantum leap is something that is always ignited in you somehow. And this is also something, you know, that we would look at, we would discover more about together if we would have a reading, like, what does it really mean? Like, what is this? Because there is, there's something very mystical with the pearl and the culture. And it kind of tells us in one way that for you, they are like intrinsically, intrinsically together. They are a cluster that work together. And that is, you know, I would say that what, I, yeah. So I see this magical infinity sign around the pearl and the culture for you and then you would have to you know see what what does that mean you know and and that and then when when we add the other planets you know mercury and uranus and saturn like then it becomes a new geometry in itself so that's why the pearl sequence is never kind of ending you know it's, it's always going to be more, it's always going to be more and more but what we would say is like you're going to be Saturn is going to have to do with you know how you stabilize when everything feels like it's spinning too fast in different directions Saturn would help you stabilize it would also help your inner child and your inner feminine to be more grounded and then Mercury would help you to be like in relating you know how in communication relating what is your superpower and then Uranus would help you find your creativity if things feel like you know it's like oh that, that fuel is really not completely happening now how can I how can I you know take a little bit of like help from my from the energy of my creativity and then it would sit here and it would help you with with your brand and with your vocation so it, a little extra fuel that uranus comes in with so you see it just becomes more and more and more full the more you kind of go into it but so and it's that for me it's so much also playing with it because you and i together would play with this we would like decipher this and then we don't know what's going to come from it and that's what i feel the more you the more you contemplate and the more you go into your profile the more magic it becomes and sometimes things that you haven't thought about pop out and you know you, you start to see okay four four or four like you know everything starts to kind of make sense after a while or not make sense you can go into the confusion but then the breakthrough comes so i would be I would, be, I would say there's not one way that you always have to start with the pathway of service or the pathway of initiative or, you know, it's like, it's really, you're already stepping into quantum leap of starting to live and act in the world as your true self and serving the world by being you. It's like, that's completely new. So you're already, once you start living from the vocation and not the core wound, you are already on a quantum level in so many ways. So... Yeah, I mean, I could speak about this forever, but I think that is, that, those are the main points. <laughs> I love this. And you know about the pearl, if I'm talking personally with the pearl and the culture. So I know that the pearl is all about, you know, being present in your body. And then my culture, the 64, is all about channeling light and channeling light language. And um, 
I have actually channeled light language, but it is within my body because I'm Andromedan. It is oh, yeah. just movements with my hands and I'm not talking. And I started filming myself and sharing it online. And it has led me to cry so much because I felt my wound of not being enough listened to and expressed. And when I started doing this, it has felt like I finally had the words to share myself with others and be seen. Wow. And look at that too. So now you're speaking, the, e, the, the, the 62 is also about light language and the precision of light language. So now it's like we see another kind of, you know, another geometry that comes from like the EQ, like when you heal the emotional aspect, like when that gets unraveled, you know, then it's gonna kind of, it's gonna fuel your culture, what you can do in the world. But these are, is kind of, you know, the geometry when the, if there's still things in the EQ that is stopping you from expressing yourself, you know, and from, from being the whole you, including your emotional intelligence and, 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 and whatever, you know, what, what is there, th these are, these ones are connected too. So that's, you know, light language on top of light language, you know, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. About those planets that are being added in the Merkaba, are they personal coordinates or are they soul, soul design? So Mercury is the one that is personal. So that's kind of, you know, it's your, what, how does your personality express itself? And the other two are from the soul, uh, from the design side. So that's more like, you know, your soul's creativity and your soul's stability. That's, that's kind of even deeper in one way. Thank you so much. Bella, thank you so much for for you know, looking at my profile and, and sharing with us. Um, I, want to, I want to ask you, what do you have to share? How can people connect with you? I see that you have started to work with Tantra Energy to share it with others. Tell us all about what you do so that people can connect with you. Yeah, I guess that is the risk taker, you know, my pearl is 28 that says, well, why doesn't, why doesn't human design and gene keys and intimacy go together? Of course they do, you know? So it's kind of that risk taker of saying like the human, you know, the human essence is so rich. So, and also life force is something that you say, like we were saying, when we're not in the body, we're only in the mind or only in spirit, we're not completely here. So it's just that step to like, how can we reclaim our whole being and, and seeing that many of us like, yeah, many of us have parts that we have forgotten about or numbed down, whether it's the heart or it's some, it's the root chakra or the sacral chakra. So for me, it's just kind of a way of really including the body to the core wound, no, to the core piece of creation, which is, you know, like the more sensual and, and the sacral parts of ourselves. Um, yeah, so, you know, what we've been speaking about today is all like a living matrix. So that's the name of my Facebook group where we do explore. It's a little bit like this. It's kind of, it was, it was inspired by the star pearl saying that there are seven pillars and we need to have all these pillar in, you know, take them in account at least to be able to live a life that is, that is playful and rich and all that. So that was the main idea with the group. And then of course it is tainted by, you know, my interests and my inquiries and my way of interacting. And then the other project where I would love to invite you to be part of it, maybe it would be reversed roles, you know, it's called the 64 Doors. And that's what I do with, my, with Ashley and Melinda. So we have a web, it's actually part of Unlock Your Design, which is 
our membership groups and what we do like you know every every month every month we have a module but the 64 doors is a, it's a free initiative for people that just wants to open all the transits transits with us so every 5.7 days we open like the sun goes into a new gene key or a new gate so every six days we open a new door so in be, be, behind that door we have things that are that tell us about that specific transit so now like we were saying it before before we started that we're in the 61 and we have this conjunction with so many planets in the 61 so this week it's about you know it's about exploring that with us so then we have human design resources gene key resources we have an interview with somebody that embodies that maybe the personality sun or the brand you know and and it's just a way to bridging the gap because i see the i both see the gap between human design and the gene keys and i see the gap sometimes between you know people like you or me we, we have like we put in all our heart in some initiatives but then there's so much out there so how do people even find us so it's this again it's this fourth line culture in a way to create the net so that people that that hear something about the gene keys or human design and go to the unlock your designer 64 doors they can find resources and, and links and you know this kind of spider web to to other people too um and we don't like kind of what you are saying we don't really know right now it's just a bunch of resources in one place we don't know what's going to happen with it but we love to co-create and have other people you know having you behind the 64 for example with your light language you know that would be amazing and and also to put the links to to the podcast and actually have it every week or every time there is a new something new coming out so that's it's just really this this feeling of of how can we co-create? Co how can we serve the whole? How can we do together? And, and so much, what I feel the pearl sequence, the essence of it is collaboration instead of competition. So for me, the 64 doors is that initiative to say, okay, the, new, the next decade is collaboration. It's not competition. Um, so I would say that those are, the Facebook group is, a, is free and the 64 doors are free. So that's the most you know, fun way. And then if you really like what I do, of course, you know, the, the private sessions and or the membership group but from there you just get a you get a really good taste and feel of, of what it is and from there you know for for each one it's you know whatever feels right for everyone after that thank you so much and i see that your sessions are offering both human design and gene keys you've launched a new kind of module where you're doing this together do you want to tell us how you read both so that people can come to you yeah for me it's so obvious in one way because gene keys were, were made from the foundation of human design and they have exactly the same 26 activations 26 like 26 gene keys or gates with the same with the, the, exactly the same it's just two very different ways of mapping them out and you could say that that human design in one way kind of really tells us like how to not get stuck in our three lower chakras and completely leave out of desire and what's not our true self and like kind of takes us out of the conditioning so we can become more ourselves and it really it doesn't really speak about spirituality it's more kind of a little bit masculine scientific approach left brain approach uh and the jink is built on that so they have the po poetry and they have a much more like it's a living transmission also richard Rudd is still alive you know raw is unfortunately not alive so there's something with you know maybe human design was an open system but in we never know we never knew the next step so for me it's, and and so the 
the left brain a little bit more masculine way of kind of getting out of like what's what's really uncomfortable with human design and then we we, we go on to the like ship kind of the merkaba ship or whatever you want to say with the jinkies and, and they can take us that's where, where we go like we, we include all the higher chakras first the heart i mean that's the heart is a heart-based transmission and then the higher chakras and all the plane the you know the monadic the, the monad and like all all these different things that that are things that can be explored in a conscious like in a, in a way that where you actually have you have like a language for it and you not get just lost on like looking on the internet like you get kind of step by step and you can feel it in yourself it's not a head approach because it, really the jinkies are actually all about embodiment so that's why it's something that happens in you as you you know as you explore it um and yeah, for me, it just makes sense too, because I don't want to be, I don't want to be in just one system and be completely just, it's not that I don't like devotion, but there's also something a little bit scary with devotion when you get stuck and you get like, you can only see that. So for me to be a little bit of a rebel and use both systems, and then also speak a lot about life force and, and, and these things that I feel like I am more yeah le less fragile in a way it, that approach is, is is less fragile because it has it doesn't it doesn't get blind in one system and it's the essence of the 28 as well you're taking risks and seeing if living on the edge <laughs> of both those systems is working i cannot wait to see what you will do with both those and tantra i really i'm so curious yeah and tantra is so much the 46 too you know it's like you say be able to be in the body whatever happens and not and not go away or being able to be in the heart but that's like that's the 46 it's, just, it's not enough to just be in the heart you need to be in every cell you know and that's how you embody your body you know yeah. yes exactly thank you so much bella for your time thank you for coming back i will put all the links so that everybody can find your work and watch your videos listen to our previous interviews join your groups i really love the community that you've built in living matrix and it has led me to study more and also feel connected to the fact that I'm not just one person in the world studying those things. I love the fact that we are so many people fascinated by Gene Keys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it was fun to be like face to face. It's good to change a little bit too. <laughs> Thank you for listening up until this point. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a beautiful experience. Let me know in the comments, in the reviews, in my social media, and you can contact me, message me, and tell me how this experience of Eyes Closed has brought you peace, serenity, and discoveries. Come back each week. We have much more in store for you. Thank you. If you'd like to experience energy healing, energy hygiene, consider joining my premium on my website where each Tuesday I'm holding a virtual circle and I'm giving energy healing according to different themes. This will change your life. It will bring you closer to truth, to resonance, to connection with yourself and with others. And if you're ready to jump, you can also learn energy healing Reiki with me each month just by subscribing and joining and registering to my next course. All the details are again down below in the show notes. Thank you so much. And if you enjoy this moment, consider sending it to a friend, 
that might need it as well. Thank you so much.